What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, Chat Hazard. I'm your host, Fat Hazard. And today on this podcast, we're going to be talking about Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Venture Bros, and Metalocalypse. Specifically, the announcement that was made recently that they uh, are getting new movies to kind of tie up their storylines. Big, fantastic news. If you're fans of the any of the series, this is big news for everybody. Welcome, of course, my co-host, Ryoriku. Say hi, Matt. Hey, what's up? And uh, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, and by recent news, we mean like three weeks ago that we're just now touching on. Yeah, yeah, we, we've been wanting to talk about it, but we had some other things we wanted to get out the pipeline first. But uh, it's still recent enough to talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, everything is recent on the internet nowadays. Until it's... All at our fingertips. I don't know, man. Some people think that something being like... I think... I, I could have sworn somebody had said I had told them news that was like a year old. And they're like, oh, that's so old. Why? It's just a year. Like, just because... If I haven't heard it, it's new to me. <laughs> right? Did you know there was a world war fought like a hundred years ago? Oh, I'm just what? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it reminds me of the the Norm McDonald McDon- uh, bit. I don't know if you've yeah. seen it, where he, where he's uh, pretty much like l- looking into uh, Hitler for the first time. Like he's never heard of Hitler, <laughs> and it's the funniest like straight I man. Think I think I've heard bits of that, and maybe not the whole like set, but I think that sounds really familiar to me. Yeah, it's it's so funny. But uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Um, uh, we grew up watching that we absolutely adored. Uh, are finally gonna get tied out. The only show that doesn't really need another movie, but I'm glad it's getting it is Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That show can yeah, kind of just end whenever it wants. Like, cause there's not really a, a storyline to that show. I mean, it's it's fun. Like, you know, I think it's probably one of, like the first Adult Swim shows that like anyone like us probably saw because it was you know that's when it was like been new and everything mm-hmm. but didn't really have anything that was like like leaving fans like with unanswered questions not like with metalocalypse and uh and venture bros those are two very like story heavy shows yeah exactly so like i'm i'm still excited for aqua teens oh yeah same here movie. i used to like i still quote a lot of the the old episodes like that <laughs> that one with the that little dog love the hand banana oh. <laughs> like, used to saying tonight you yeah yeah <laughs> I, I constantly quote the, the chicken shaman. Arise, oh, chicken, yeah. arise. arise, chicken, arise. Oh, stick upside down. Arise, chicken, arise. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit ever. Or like uh, yeah. the, the turkey of Christmas past or whatever, that fucking oh, robot turkey. Thousands of years ago in the, like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, that definitely played to our adolescent uh, sensibilities. Like, like those, it was like those were like the coolest, like that and Family Guy. To an 11 year old 12 year old well what's weird so that so definitely with family guys i'm glad you brought that up because family guy i feel like uh as i got older it became less funny same yeah like i don't know if it even did become less funny or is it because we quote unquote matured that it didn't feel quite as funny because like the random humor that it has is just it's not as funny as it used to be. i think that's mainly just because it's more for the kids Yes, that's a weird thing to say about uh, in a, a show that's like has an adult rating. But yeah, yeah. I think you're you're probably right. It's like I don't know, like even like no, even... yeah, for sure. Like as a kid, I guess because it feels like as a kid, it's something you shouldn't be watching. So that kind of adds to the, uh, you know, the um, the uh, attractiveness of the show. I don't know. Like, yeah. We're like like 
it makes it seem funnier. It's like, and the, I, I, I go back and I've seen a couple of the old shows, like, and like, it just, I guess, because of nostalgia, like, to me, they still are entertaining. But yeah, like, I've seen clips of like the episodes and like, what is this? Like, like they yeah. don't even really recognize the show anymore. Yeah, especially the newer stuff. It's like it's really, it's really. Is it still weird. on? Like, is it? Yeah, still, it's still like, going. Friend? It is. Yeah, just Seth wow. MacFarlane isn't part of writing for it anymore. He hasn't been mm. since like season eight or nine or something like that. Some forever ago. Oh, that, that then. I remember. That must have been a long time ago. Then. What's funny is you bring that up too. I remember a DVD box set that you bought of season one of Family Guy, and we were watching the the scenes talk. yeah the commentary stuff yeah. yeah and seth mcfarland said that he never wanted family guy to ever go beyond 10 seasons he didn't want to be the next simpsons yeah i think i recall that too and i mean lo and behold once the the creators the uh, you know loosen their grip on it and the network still has it it's kind yeah. of all i think that's why he walked away from it maybe but like probably same it... thing happened to a totally different show but like spongebob like they will not let that show die Oh, that show needs to like, die. I love the SpongeBob. first three seasons are golden. Everything else to that is like, uh, not, yeah. I mean, I watch it like regularly, but I've caught an episode here too, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's definitely not. It doesn't hold up like the old stuff does. Yeah, it really doesn't. It just like, and, and even extending out from that, like Teen Titans Go, like that shouldn't exist. Here. Teen Titans Go was just. Oh, Teen Titans Go. Uh, I mean, I gross. I don't like it. I don't dislike. I mean, it's it's there. It can exist. You know, it has its own audience, and that's fine. I, I will Obviously, give it's it, not for us. I will <laughs> give it this much: when it when it jumped into the night begins to shine stuff, where Cyborg has to save everybody to that song that they wrote called "The Night Begins to Shine." That mm -hmm. whole like that whole episodic thing was pretty good. Is like it, I guess, because it harkened back to more of an '80s aesthetic with their like style. Yeah, because he's imagining like this battlefield and stuff like that, and I thought that's cool. But like outside of that, it was all yeah. On on the whole, it's not. Yeah, I I've caught like like said, like the, the littlest of clips here and there, and it just seems like that kind of like LOL random kind of humor that it, I think it tries to cater to kids that way. But right. I don't know. It's the thing is uh, the reason why I I even brought that up like the the humor for Family Guy is. For some reason, even though Aqua Teen Hunger Force kind of does the same thing, it's very random with its humor, I still find it funny. Yeah, I was going to say, for something like, uh, and I was thinking about this a while ago because I've been rewatching uh, Adventure Bros. So, you know how in Family Guy, like, they kind of cut away and, like, do, like, these old, like, pop culture jokes and just kind of, like, random bits like that? Yeah. So, like, in Adventure Bros, they, they kind of, they reference, like, like, a lot of stuff like that, too, but it's worked into the actual, like, characters, like, personalities. Like, it's the stuff that the characters themselves are into, so it doesn't feel like, like, just this random little bit of humor. It's like, you know, these are, like, characters that grew up in, like, in the 70s and 80s, and I feel like it makes sense there, instead yeah. of it just catering to, like, a, you know, like, a older audience member that happened to remember that stuff like Family Guy does. Yeah, yeah. it's, a, it's so, more organically woven in. Yes, like when it makes sense and like it's it's like you know part of the character, like you know it's cool. I, I think it adds the like a like a layer or level to it that um, just like random stuff like doesn't. It's kind of the same thing with uh, Aquatine. Like the random humor in it. I'll use one example: is a uh... oh, freaking cat won't leave me alone. Great podcasting. Great podcasting. <laughs> When uh when when Shake throws something, it'll always explode when it hits the yeah, floor. Yes, yes, I was like, and as soon as it when Shake throws, and I was like, explodes. Yes, it, it, it <laughs> it's it's random, it's stupid, and it's funny because it, but it's, it's consistent. 
Yeah, it's consistent, and it's something that only happens in the show, and it's part of his character. For some yep. reason, he turns everything explosive. That's true. I never thought, no one else, like, when they throw stuff, it explodes, but when he does, it it, it always explodes. It always <laughs> just explodes into flames. It's great. Oh, man. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think there, I think, I could be misremembering, I think it was a chair, or like the lounge chair, he threw it at Meatwad at some point, and it got stuck in the hallway, and it just exploded and caught fire. Yeah, like eat like anything he throws, or just like uh, just like how Carl all the time is just trying to wonder why everyone's in his pool, why everyone keeps yep. like dying every other episode. Yeah, or like maimed or disemboweled or something. Like the humor is only ever built in the world and stays within the world. It's right. not reaching out to reference something like, else. Like it is random. Like and like you know, if you're watching, it looks random, but like it's it's consistent. So it's not um, it's not random for randomness. Like it's that's what happens in that universe. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the big difference. Like something like that Family Guy, and even to a lesser extent, like American Dad. Oh, yeah. I never. Got, I mean, I watched like probably the first season. I just never really got into that one. I didn't either. It felt like Family Guy light to me. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but... Really? Okay. Well, you, you like it? No, 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 no. Uh, I agree. I didn't like it. My oh. cat's crawling into my arms. <laughs> he wants attention You were right disagreeing now. with me. I was like, no, hey, no, we, can, no. we can argue about American Dad if you want. I'm disagreeing with my cat right now, wanting to be cuddled. <laughs> she is making a fuss right now. Okay, okay, okay. Anyways. Let's get your cat's opinion on the on right. these shows as well. Oh, if I could pick up the one that actually talks, I would. But uh, but yeah, no, uh, I'm excited to see Aquatine come back. I kind of hope they open the movie with another Doctor Weird bit because that's my favorite bits from season one. I like one. the opening uh, where they're like in that snack concession and what uh, Mastodon playing. Yeah, this. yeah, <laughs> that was pretty good. That was really good. <laughs> oh man, I'm, it's gonna make me go watch Aquatine. I'm gonna go watch Aquatine after this. Yeah, I was I was meaning to rewatch that and Metalocalypse, but I've just kind of been stuck on this uh, Venture Bros kick. Honestly, which, man, I know you said you've seen bits of it, but you really you should yeah. really check out the whole thing, like because it plays to like a lot of like the like old like um like seventies and eighties like adventure shows and like some like comic stuff too, and like all those it they kind of like oh, yeah. plays that, but it like I said it I, works in the world because that's how they they've kind of set it up. I always saw it as making fun of Johnny Quest. That was how it started. The but it like evolved like way beyond that, like and it oh, nice. it became like its its own thing, like like crazy hard, like like the continuity in that show is like like huge, nice. like like every little every little thing that you think doesn't like matter, like ends up playing a bit like in like two or three seasons down the line. Oh wow! Like it's one of those shows, and I think it 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 does it like probably better than most. That's pretty cool. I I like you said, I really hadn't watched too much of it. The only episode I remember is the first episode. And that's when the guy, oh, the yeah. security guard, is trying to take Brock Samson's knife from him after he killed a gator with it. Yeah, yes. And, his... and see, that's the thing. the The first season is probably the hardest to to get through because it that one does kind of play in the like every episode's kind of like its own little like it's all connected, but you know they're going off on different ventures. But it kind of like uh like really settles into a, like a lane of like a okay, there's a story here and we're building on it from like season two onwards. So I definitely gotcha. recommend uh you know just giving it giving it a chance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I'm also really excited for Metal Lockup because that's the other show I really watched a lot of. Yeah, I watched uh, a lot too. I didn't. I think I did not watch the last whatever the last season was when they showed it, I, but I, I I did enjoy it a lot. I, I watched like what I did watch. I, I loved it too. 
Yeah, no, it really ends on just like a random cliffhanger. What's weird is, okay, so Aqua Team, this, these trio of shows have a very different way of approaching comedy. And I think, uh, oh, heck yeah. And I think that's what made them so unique to watch when they were all airing at the same time, because they essentially all came out at around the same time. Uh, um, yeah, Aqua Team was first. Yeah. Was then I think like a year or two later, or maybe a couple years later, it was Bench Rose. And then like another year or so later was Midlocalypse. Was it really I think that one started years? like in 06. I thought it was like maybe a year between the ship coming out. Let's see. Let's go to the magic of the internet to find out. But anyways, I love the fact that Metalocalypse uh, really did did well to toe the line between what is like awesome hardcore metal and making fun of itself at the same time. Like, I mean, it, I think that's literally like the the cornerstone. Well, you know how it started, like if it's humor, like how extreme and brutal the like the I, violence in the show is. Like it, it's so much that it's absurd, and that's yeah. that's what was funny. That's what made it so funny, and also just like. You know, you get introduced to the band memories. You think they're the most like hardcore brutal guys. They're just they're just dudes. They're just dudes being really fucking weird. Yeah. Like they're all really fucking weird. And it's just it's it's super funny. I think one of the episodes that always stands out in my mind is when uh, Murderface fucking decides to play bass with his dick. He just like at the beginning <laughs> yes. of the episode, he just whips That's it out. That's an example starts... of, of like the absurdity that it. Yeah, it it seems really stupid, but then it's like okay, that's that's like so stupid that it's funny. It's so funny, and then afterwards, he's got like a giant ice pack on his crotch. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the dumbest shit ever. Like, oh man, no, I, yeah, or like, uh, oh god, what was it? They went to a volcano or something to try to, to try to quell a demon or to yeah. like help the natives there and they summon a fucking like the the war god or something and he just starts destroying the village as they're shredding like <laughs> they literally summoned a fucking yes. volcano god like it's the weirdest shit ever and i fucking love it i like uh i don't know god damn this show is so fucking funny it's really yeah, what I... brought me into metal honestly like i i was yeah. introduced to new metal by you with lincoln park and then i found system of a down after that and right then... i feel like that was like a jumping off point like uh, i mean i think we ended up branching off in different music but that was definitely like our common uh, uh common like, yeah i think there. you jumped off more towards like uh what seosin and uh... oh yeah for sure i also liked a lot of pop punk stuff back then but uh, you guys went like the heavier route for for a while oh yeah yeah, yeah definitely i ended up diving into system of a down slipknot lamb of god yeah born for the most part you know like i ended up listening to a lot of the heavy stuff because of that show so like all at least for me aqua teen hunger force and metalocalypse really did reflect uh influence my humor a lot with the way uh, yeah. how they handle I, I could agree to that because another thing that metalocalypse does really well is it plays a lot of jokes really straight faced and i tend to do that a lot now because of that show yeah like that's the yeah that real like deadpan kind of humor especially that... with nathan explosion he's always saying something super deadpan like straight face <laughs> yes and it's the funniest shit ever and aqua um i don't know oh, like... so just just going okay so aqua team was 2001 venture uh -huh. bros was 2003 and metal eclipse 2006 is when they started oh, damn so they were literally three years apart uh, just about yeah yeah that's weird because I don't remember them not coming out at the same time. I remember just one day they were all on TV. 
watching. No, them yeah, all. I remember like that first line that was like Aqua Teen, like Sea Lab, uh, Space oh, Ghost, Oh my God, Army Birdman, where those were those first batch of them. Dude, I I loved a lot of those old shows. Like Sea Lab twenty twenty one was so fucking weird. I That's kind of like what was like a precursor to um like Archer, right? Yeah, the kind of the same kind of style and and uh, like. I I always saw it as a precursor to Venture Bros. Actually, hmm. I mean, I guess it does kind of have that kind of a that same kind of DNA to it, like with yeah. what it's about. But yeah, it's funny too because like I I hated watching the late night shows with my dad when he would watch like Jay Leno or David Letterman when I was a kid. Oh, okay. I love late night. Shows. Okay, Jay Leno is an ass, but uh, all their stuff. David Letterman, Conan, yeah, Conan, like, those guys were, were like I, I, I some of my favorite. I would just watch it because he was, and I wanted to spend time with my dad. And it wasn't until yeah. I started watching Space Coast, Coast to Coast, that I was like, okay, now I understand why yeah, my dad. I get was, it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> Space Coast was so, dude. If you go back and watch Space Coast, Coast to Coast, you will realize how how much of that show was on a budget. Like they literally oh, yeah, just taking sure. shots it, and just reversing them to show. Because they know, were pulling it from a, an old, like, like there was, a, you know, a Space Ghost cartoon from, like, I think, was it 70s and 80s, too? And they were just kind of reusing that animation, yeah. but having, like, the, whatever the voice actor for the, like, the current Space Ghost was talking to, like, rent, like a bunch of different people. Like, actual celebrities, too. Like, Mark yeah. Hamill was on there. Like, Weird Al Yankovic, I think, was one of them. I, they had, like, like, a bunch of people like that. I would say that Space Ghost, Coast to Coast, was the precursor to the Eric Andre show very wacky very like not professional have, interviewing style. i have not seen i know who he is and i've seen him in everything but his actual show oh i need to grab you a clip then uh, I, i've seen a, a couple of clips i haven't seen like sat down and watched thing but I, I i i like the guy like from what i've seen so i mean i i check out the, i gotta like you know check out the actual eric andre show well so the eric andre show is like the clips you've seen is literally pretty much what the show is it's okay, just, yeah, that's what I figured. One episode is literally comprised with like three different interviews. This one, I'm sending you the Lance Reddick one that you can watch later. Sure. Because it's my favorite. It's the dumbest shit ever. But anyways, I feel like that's kind of what Space Ghost Coast to Coast was kind of pre uh, a preemptive of. Like, yeah. It, even if Eric Andre wasn't inspired by it, it definitely was just in the same vein. So. Just having, yeah, that kind of like off the walls energy. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Oh man! Yeah, because in those old space goes where he'd always like blow up uh, what's his name, the Mantis, uh, Zorak. Zorak, yeah, or Moltar, like just like shoot lasers with them, and like they just like have an explosion, like they're all just covered in like soot. Dude, I thought Moltar was like the creepiest looking dude ever. I didn't realize his really suit was just like a fucking hazard suit, just a hazmat suit. Which uh, fun fact, and I mean, think you're he was also that like the first dose of uh, tsunami, which we talked about a, a few episodes back. Yeah, 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 definitely. And then they got but, and Brack. That was the other guy that was on. The, the Brack show was like one of those first spinoff ones, and I, it was really dumb. But I, that's also one that I, I enjoyed a lot. Same. <laughs> Man, I gotta go back because I, I think a lot of those were on um, either Hulu or HBO Max. I'm gonna like go watch all those. <laughs> pretty soon. I've been watching, uh, not to stray off from what we're talking about, but speaking of old shows. I have been watching MXC on Twitch. MXC, why does that sound familiar? Most Extreme Elimination. Oh, okay, yep. I I remember that more or less. I don't think I watched it. Uh, I think you probably watched it more, but I remember I remember you talking about that one a lot back in the day. Oh, dude, it's it's absolutely 
bananas. Uh, I, I would I probably pull it up and show it to you after we're done recording. But uh, it's just they literally just took old Japanese game footage of people playing like you know. Oh yeah, because it's originally called Takeshi's Castle. Okay, yeah, okay. No, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. And they just dub yeah. over it, and it's the funniest shit ever. Like it was so. Ahead I don't of remember time. that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, send me a link to that. I want to watch that later. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, the only yeah, anyway. show that I hadn't really seen much of was Venture Bros, and I really, I really been wanting to watch it after we talked about oh, it. The other especially day. Be like with your like you know reference for like a lot of like comic book stuff and like you know like like movies like that I, like, or you know just comics like I think yeah. this would really uh, be in your wheelhouse. I think that I, I didn't watch it because it. It was a parody of Johnny Quest, and I didn't find Johnny Quest all that entertaining. So I was like, eh, how's that going to... Uh, yeah, like I said, it, it starts off that way, and it kind of sheds that, like, you know, that parody aspect, and it just becomes its own thing, and it's, like, it's all the better for it. Oh, man. I cannot wait. That's my uh, that's my, my show challenge to you. You should watch, watch that. Bros. Yeah. Uh, that's on Hulu. If it, Like, all the seasons are, are on there. Oh, fantastic. Okay. If you have that, or, or, you know, you can just uh, illicitly download it. <laughs> <laughs> Trail the seven seas, as it were. Uh, with the Red Sea? Anyway. <laughs> no, but yeah, we just, uh... Man. I don't know. I'm looking forward to those, to those movies. Yeah, it just it's it's a weird thing to and, get and excited about. In descending order from Venture Bros, Metalocalypse, and Aqua Teen. Like, like I said, Aqua Teen, like it, it'll be fun to see more of it. I it, we don't need to see more of it, but I'm I'm all for it. Uh, my my descending list will probably change, but it's Metalocalypse, Aqua Teen, Bros. Gotcha. But that's because I haven't really seen Venture Bros, so I really yeah, don't. Yeah, I get, I get, I get it. But man, Adult Swim just had a bunch of really weird shows come out. Do you remember Moral Oral? Yes, that's another one that I really enjoy. Like, just be, I guess also because it was kind of like a, you know, like a little bit different than everything else. It was that stop motion, it uh, claymation was super stuff. Super straight with how it played all of its humor, and it got really dark toward the end. Yeah, if you saw those last uh, few episodes, oh, so yeah. much so that they canceled it. Like, Adult Swim thought it was too dark, and they canceled the show. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty <laughs> crazy because I think for today's standards i think that i think it's fine now which is kind of yeah, weird honestly it's not that i mean you know it, it probably is still a little bit but with stuff uh like some of the stuff i've seen them them like put on like it's really not quite that, that out there yeah and it's kind of actually crappy because i from what i read the creator made it dark because that's what they wanted because the one of the older episodes was like a, like the one of the season finales had ended like on a really like kind of like like you know dark surreal note and they were like oh we want more of that so he made more of that and like more so and they're like, oh, that's too much. We're canceling the show. So that's kind of like a raw deal for that guy. Yeah, pretty much. And it's which uh, adults comes no strangers to canceling shows just on the cuff, as obviously that's why a couple of these movies are, are a surprise. Yeah, like the the only some of the shows that I couldn't get into was like Squidbillies. I couldn't do Squidbillies. Uh, yeah, I did not like that one either. I I, I know that has an audience too, but that was definitely not one that uh, I, I stuck around to watch. That one or Assy McGee was another one that Assy McGee was was, was weird at first because it was supposed to be like this really over the top show of fucking pair of ass and legs yeah. investigating, <laughs> but it just it just never stuck. Either. It looked like it should have been funny to me, and I, I watched an episode and I was like, eh, not really, not really feeling it. Oh, um, also. 
another one. Go on. I think it was called Twelve Ounce Mouse. Was another rare. Which that's where Robert, uh, our friend Robert, aka Night Moose, got his handle from, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, do you remember uh, Shin Shin? Yes, I do. That one was another weird one. I don't know if I ever ever watched it all the way, through, but that was a. That one, like uh, from what I like, I said, I'm the kind of guy that likes to read a lot of like the behind the scenes production stuff. That one, they like instead of doing a straight dub of it, they kind of like rewrote the script a bit and like try to make it more like funny, which I enjoyed it for what it was. But uh, I mean, yeah, they definitely did a little different than like a, any other anime would have uh, would have gotten. Oh man, you know which one that uh, I really enjoyed the shit out of for some reason? Fucking home movie. Oh yeah, home which, movies uh, was so good. Yeah, Brendan Small's first. Uh, first show the format of, yeah i love home yeah. movies that was one of my favorite ones of the back in the day and i i just rewatched that a couple months ago and it, it holds up actually i think it's even better now watching it i like i think i saw it like 10 years ago the last time and then like seeing it now it's like yeah i, I get it <laughs> like the, the episode of the bit that always gets me laughing is when coach mcgurk can't sleep and his <laughs> student tells him like oh just go to bed oh thanks lisa oh really uh, so you're saying what i should do to go to sleep is to go to sleep, sleep. Wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's voiced he, by uh, what's his name? Uh, it's John Benjamin. Yeah, he, he really like carries that show. The show is good, <laughs> but he elevates it to a point uh, that like he was like honestly like the the best character in that show, Coach McGurk. Oh yeah, he's he was fantastic. And that's the guy that's the uh, Archer and and Bob and Bob's Burgers. Yeah. yeah, they had that crossover yeah. episode where fucking Bob. I don't know if you've seen Bob's Burgers episode where I've seen all, bits of bits and parts of it. Where he just like someone says like a fucking sleeper word and he just starts taking people out in his fucking restaurant. And he's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like it's the dumbest shit ever. I love it. The funny crossover. Oh man, I gotta I gotta watch more of that. I I, I liked what I saw of it. I just hadn't gotten around to actually like 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 watching more of it but yeah i want to watch more of bob's burgers you know what's another show that i forgot was an adult film show the blue yeah. Dogs. oh yes and that's the kind of thing um what we're talking about with family guy is uh the creator aaron mcgruder left at the fourth season mm -hmm. and i never watched it but i heard like you know it it kind of just straight away from what made the boondocks like the boondocks and it was just kind of like a bunch of random crap going on but I love the first three seasons. Like, that was really... Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I only remember, like, about the first three. I don't think I saw anything yeah. past that. They, they, they ended at four. There was only four seasons, and they, I think they... I don't think it was canceled. I think they just ended it. But it is coming back um, yeah, on I don't know HBO how I Max. I feel about that, because the original voice actor for Granddad... Well, they, they do have their... Yeah, the, 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 grand, the guy that played Granddad... Um, uh, recently. Yeah, what was his name? What was it? John Witherspoon, yeah, yeah, yes. used to be in the Friday movies and all that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, he was definitely like a a, a big part of the show that it'll be hard to replicate. But uh, the fact that they're bringing the original creator on again is uh, made me at least a little hopeful that it'll be um, kind of back to the original ones. Yeah, um, that was the not the speaking of like replacing voice actors for like reprising shows. When uh, I finally watched Legend of Korra and I got to the where you meet oh, Uncle Iroh. Iroh. I, I I didn't notice it at first, but you notice it near the end of that interaction that it's boy he's voiced by someone else. But yeah. the guy who voiced him in this Legend of Korra does such a, tries so hard to sound like the original voice actor. 
I, I can't even for, do... for good reason because uh, he was actually his official understudy. Like he was his voice double. Oh uh, no shit! Dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did the same thing for Aku in uh, Samurai Jack because he was also oh, voiced by. Oh, uh, okay, that makes by, uh, sense. Mako. That makes so, a lot yeah, of sense. I, I think he did a good job for what you know. Obviously, it, it's never going to be like one to one, but but for what he had to work with, and you know, for him, you know, that being his actual job is to to be his voice understudy. I think he did a, a pretty good job. Yeah, no, he did fantastic. I was going to say I could tell that there was a difference, but I absolutely a lot of it. I really. But did. you know, he he also did that because uh, he already replaced him by the, the last season of Avatar: The Last Airbender. So if you heard him there, I mean that that was him as well. Oh, he had to replace him at the end of the season? Yeah, because uh, Mako, the voice that. actor, died uh, uh, before season two finished. So they, they, they got his lines for that, but by season three, they had already gotten the new guy. My God, so that's why... So hey, if you didn't notice, then that's just more, more uh, credit I didn't, to that guy. I didn't notice it in, in, in Avatar. Yeah. I didn't realize that the last thing that the original voice actor for Uncle Iroh read was uh, the lines about his son where he sings the song. I didn't realize that was like the last thing he did. Damn, he did that from his hospital yeah. bed. Dude, what the fuck? That I, I mean, that, that was that guy's dedication. Like seriously, that that makes that whole scene even, even sadder. More. Yeah, <laughs> it really fucking does. Holy shit! Because they end that uh, where they have those little bits like where you know they're kind of like showing like the each of their individual stories, and he's like reminiscing about his son, and it kind of ends with a little title cards like "Rest in Peace" or or "In Memory of a uh, of Mako" or Mako the the yeah. voice actor yeah 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 i forgot that that's that was literally like the last thing he did that's that hurts that hurts a lot actually <laughs> fuck right in the feels yeah oh man so there's no there's no way to segue out of this uh without it being weird remember tim and eric uh, uh, awesome show <laughs> yes i do remember it I, do i remember it fondly not so much okay i I actually watched the shit out of Tim and Eric Awesome Show. It was pretty great. You want to it talk was about interesting because it was like that kind of weird, uh, like was it not rotoscope, but like they anim they, they drew them and like they and they animated over their like uh, like I think like picture of them and like that's how they they animate. So that part was cool, but like the whole premise, like I, I wasn't really big on it. That's fair. It's it's really random dumb humor. And I haven't yeah, watched I it since then, so I probably may not find it as entertaining. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I I might like go back and watch it just to see the like what it was I didn't like about it. But I just remember it not being like I think I saw it just because it was on like right before something else I want to watch. So, like okay, well, I'm not gonna change the channel because I'm too freaking lazy, so I'm gonna like, keep it on here and watch it. But yeah. Oh God, that was a, another weird show I never got into. Which what? Do you remember Perfect Hair Forever? Yes. Sort of. Like, I, that was basically, like, like uh, an Adult Swim show that was kind of trying to make, like, a parody of anime that was a parody of anime? Yeah. They sort had of? A, they had a girl with a katana that had a skirt that was so short you could still see, like, her fucking <laughs> ass and badge. Uh, yeah, I, 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 remember, I remember that show. And I guess since we're on it, I'm kind of looking at a list of the, the shows that came out on here. That's kind of what I'm looking at, because I, I was like, there's there's way more shows that came out than what there we were remember. There were a lot of shows that I ended up, that, that I liked. Uh, there was one, Lucy, the Daughter of the Devil. Did you remember that one? I didn't see that one at all. That one also had uh, uh, H. John Benjamin playing, like, the devil in that one. It was really funny. Oh, that's cool. 
uh, what else was up? Thunder. Oh, Saw of the Moment. I remember that one, but I thought that was kind of dumb as well. I also really enjoyed Hard Reaper. Oh. That one was good too. Yeah, I, that, I, I enjoyed that. That one was pretty funny. I don't. Other I don't, than that, I don't remember most of these. Mr. Pickles, the most, the mostly, mostly for millennial. Oh, that's more. Yeah, some of these I'm seeing like the dates, like anything past probably like 2010. I I didn't really watch a lot of uh yeah. TV at the time, so yeah, I I definitely I don't know if missed out the right word, but I I didn't see a lot of these from there. Like basically, like from when it started to about 2009 is when I probably would have known these shows, but after that, I, I, actually, I think I fell off around the same time. Yeah, Super Jail. That one was actually like probably the last new one that I that I liked. Uh, I never saw Super Jail. That one was was also like the kind of off the off the walls, over the top kind of thing. But also had some like a like a, there was a lot of like character story to it. Like a you know there wasn't like a big plot going on, but like yeah. uh, it kind of followed the like the warden of the of that jail. It's like a super maximum security where like they all like died every episode. You... It was one of those. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. You remember when they started showing Lupin the Third? Yes. Yes. If it yes. wasn't for Adult Swim, I don't think I would have ever have watched Lupin the Third. Oh yeah, I mean you could say that about most of the anime that came out on there. Uh, which, uh, again, anyone listening, we have an episode where we kind of touched on that a bit. Yeah, yeah. Which we can definitely go more into. It. You know which what? we will go into more. Uh, have you seen? Uh, DreamWorks uh, re- remake of Voltron. No, I haven't. I've heard, uh, I've heard about it, but I have not watched it yet. No. You should absolutely watch it. You would love it. Is it good? It's pretty good. Uh, hmm. It's, it's really good. I think the last season ends a little awkwardly because there was some apparently like infighting at the studio with the execs. But oh, so did sh- it not have like a proper ending? It had a proper ending. It's just not the ending that like uh, mm. people were expecting. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it kind of does uh, something similar to uh, Game of Thrones, uh, where it there wasn't enough time to build up for the ending. That they so they, they kind of just had to like they kind of like had to write ru- whatever. Oh, well, not write whatever, but they had to rush to it. So there wasn't mm. too much of a build up for some of the stuff that plays out. But it wasn't like they just gave up and just wrote whatever. They they still tried <laughs> they to handle it. Their own ending, like Game of Thrones, and be like, oh well, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't really just whatever it. Thankfully, but uh, the show itself is fantastic overall. Like it's it's great. Yeah, I, I that's definitely one I'd want to check out. And there's another one on Netflix. What is it, the Dragon Prince? That's made by one of the writers from Avatar. I've heard oh, that really? one's pretty interesting. And has the voice of uh, Sokka as the, the main guy, I think. Interesting. I haven't seen it yet either. I've just heard a lot about it, and that's one I've been wanting to check out. I've been wanting to watch Carol and Tuesday. Hmm. Is it, uh, it's set in the same universe as Cowboy Bebop. It's written by the same guy. Directed by oh? the same guy. Yeah. What, what's that called? Carol and Tuesday. Like, I don't think it, it crosses over with Cowboy Bebop at all, but it's the fact that it's in the same universe... That's interesting. ...is something that really caught my attention. I was like, I want to watch this. You know what? Oh, and this came out uh, like two years ago. You know what anime that I thought was a fever dream until I started talking about it on TikTok with some random people? Mm. S. Cryed. 
Oh, I heard, dude, I had the, one of the DVD, I had like the, the, like the last DVD for that. I think we watched it, um, uh, that way at, at like my house. That I think one we was did. Good. I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I liked it too. I, I have a lot of good memories of it. I just, I can't I find it anywhere online. I remember a lot of the, the plot, but I remember like the final battle that like, where they're like flying into space and like punching each other, like, and like destroying like meteors. I don't I think that's what's going on. And like, just like going like, it, it, I kind of look like thinking about it now like the final battle between naruto and sasuke because they kind of like are like giving their all and they're like they're like down through the last bit and they summon like a tiny bit of energy like in each of their fists and like clash one more time uh yeah. literally how that last blow in naruto ends yeah that's pretty much how that ends in naruto yeah uh, i gotta rewatch this guy yet. i i, I want to go back to that this is another one that i got introduced to by adult swim i dude adult swim is so weird because it took over Toonami yes and then well it was they, they were each their own thing and then and then they partnered they, they just kind of yeah it absorbed Toonami basically which is great because it seems like Adult Swim realized like hey we'll just let them keep doing their own thing like it doesn't seem like they interfered with anything at all on Toonami's oh, end gotta go find Scryde that's Scryde I, I think it was Scryde Scryde I don't know Scryde like cried with an S at the front. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Cried. But yeah, uh, I think we're gonna we're, we're essentially gonna just start watching shows now from here on out, people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Get ready to be to hear about a bunch of anime for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be the the weeb cast now. I mean, it's literally whatever we want it, right? So. Yes. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we'll call it here. I think we'll we'll wrap. We'll... Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. Next week we will do my love story. Yeah, we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh, an anime that was super underrated uh, here in the states and in Japan when it aired. When it aired, it did not get a whole lot of publicity. It's only now starting to pick up steam here in the States. And did it there. not? Oh. It did not. It did not do well over there either. I, I thought I remember it being like at least somewhat popular when it came out. Well, I guess we can talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about it when it happens. But uh, if you guys have stuck around this long, thank you all very much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you all have any suggestions or any questions or concerns or just want to reach out to us, you can reach us at our email, which is chathazardpodcast at gmail.com for any of those inquiries we also have a twitter which is at chat hazard and we also mm-hmm. have a subreddit which is r slash chat hazard yep yeah especially if you have any questions comments or concerns if you're concerned about our well-being yes please reach out to us we don't know why we still keep doing this right we don't know why we're <laughs> going on but if you guys could also do us one more favor uh, is wherever you're catching this podcast on, if you could give us a five-star rating and just let us know why you like the podcast, that'd be great. It'll put us in front of more people and we can keep doing what we're doing. Tell us why you don't like us. Right. That's fine, too. That, too. That's what the email's for. Email us. We why thrive you. on negativity. <laughs> but, yeah, <laughs> we'll go ahead and catch you guys on the next episode. We'll see you all later. Peace. See ya.